0: And welcome back to the Department 12 podcast. My guest today is Mike Morrison. How are you doing, Mike? Pretty good. How about you? I'm doing great. So Mike has his Bachelor of Science degree in Psych from Georgia State University in 2015, his MA in I.O. Psych from Michigan State University in 2018, and that is where he is currently enrolled as a doctoral student. How's that going?
1: Uh, pretty good. I think. Um, yeah. Hopefully, gonna finish up this year. Um, just starting the dissertation process, so it, it's 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 still fun. You know, it's it beats programming websites all day like I used to do.
0: <laughs> Very cool. So you are here to talk to us about a subject on which I am profoundly ignorant, and that is uh, academic posters. So take me all the way down into the dummy weeds and explain to me what is the why do academic posters exist.
1: <laughs> That's a great starting point. Um, I think ideally they exist. I mean like well, I mean like realistically right it's it's a it's the minimum threshold to get accepted to a conference and get your travel funded, right? Um, but what they should be is like this um, this very, like, mass information exchange among scientists, right? Like, like the holy grail of a poster session and the idea of it is that you walk in, you have an hour, and you're in this great mood of, like, the, you're very open to findings outside your area. You're, like, you're seeding serendipity, right? And, like, we know from the research that that kind of, that kind of setting where you're open to outside insight that you wouldn't normally see in different perspective is, a, like, a perfect recipe for creative insight, right? Um, and so you should be able to go into a poster session and kind of get – like 50 or 60 like new insights about your science that not only like update you on what's going on but like give you ideas that you didn't think about before that are outside like your core like wheelhouse and stuff um and get interactions and meet people and network and things like that so i think a perfect poster session would be like this really enjoyable enlightening like software update for your scientist brain
0: wow you make that sound great so it in theory be, that's then. what it, it can is be. <laughs> So we're going to get to the dream eventually, okay, right. but first you need first you need to tell us about the pain. I mean, what is sure. it
1: now? Is it that? No, it is 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 ex- extremely far from that. So right now you you have, you know, it's usually 60 minutes to browse more than 60 posters, right? So you'd think academic posters would be designed to take about a minute each, right? But instead, they're designed to take like 5 to 15 minutes each. Um, academic posters are kind of walls of text, right? Like if you think about yeah. driving down the highway and you're looking at billboards, right? Like what's on a billboard? It's like a picture and like half a slogan because that's all you have time for, right? You're driving by at 50 right. miles an hour. If people tried to put like paragraphs on billboards, you wouldn't be able to process them. You'd catch a couple of words and the rest would just be noise. And that's kind of how we design academic posters right now. They're like billboards with paragraphs all over them. So what you do is you go through and like... You can get out of the, you scan the titles, right? And what you do is when you scan the titles, you're basically getting the subjects of the posters. So you're walking by all these posters, just getting like a couple keywords in the title and the subject out of it, right? And then you decide what you want to invest in and you have to decide that because the, the interaction costs, which is like how long it takes you to get something out of it of a scientific poster is like 15 minutes. So you have to be kind of picky. And then you pick one, and then you have the presenter sort of explain it to you, and you invest a lot, and you probably learn a lot from that one poster. Um, but you put so much time into it that you're guaranteed to miss a lot of posters. Like if you walk into a poster session with 60 minutes to browse 60 posters, and you know it's going to take you 15 minutes a poster, you're getting like three posters, five if you're fast, right? And you know walking in that you are going to miss of the posters in that session. You're not even going to see them. You might even, you might glance at the subject if you're moving, right? But like, what are the odds that like the poster in that room that can accelerate your research the most is in the ones you saw, right? Just statistically, it should be the ones in the ones you miss, right? Probabilistically. Um, and so we're having this mass missed insight where you're, you're having people walking into poster sessions and they're getting like two out of 50 insights right and like and that's in psychology that's problematic but if you imagine something like like cancer research like that's missed insights that could help you cure cancer faster or something like that like one of those insights could contain something about a form cancer if it's going to like kill me one day you know i mean it's it's very important they say these and they're not
0: yeah so do like do people jockey to have the positions closest to the door?
1: Oh, like, yeah, exactly. Like that those are the variables, right? Like I've I've seen this research on scientific posters and the way we choose what's interesting, right? It's like like close to the door. Um, I've heard so, so many people pick like the presenter who looks the saddest, right? You know, like things like that. <laughs> um, like we, it's just, these things you shouldn't be choosing it on. Um, but yeah, but yeah, if you're in the if you're the in the last row and the last poster, like there's a very good chance that if you're a presenter, no one even looks at your poster.
0: So your idea then is that everybody should bring in a poster of Die Hard 3 and then when people come and they, we can just talk about how great Die Hard 3 is?
1: Yes. <laughs> no, uh, that'd be great. No, I, I, think, guess, <laughs> right, I exactly guess maybe that's not quite <laughs> the idea. Yeah, no. Um, I, that'd be almost <laughs> be more fun.
0: Sometimes. Actually, there, there, there's a real question in there. Sorry. So the the point of having a poster that you're presenting at a conference, presumably, is that it's not just that we're hanging a poster on the wall. It's that you, the researcher or the co-researcher or whoever, you're standing there so that when person walks by and they they glean what what is evident on that poster then they can talk to you as a researcher and ask you questions and you can bounce ideas off is that right, right.
1: I kind of so i kind of think of it as like if you imagine a, a person standing there without a poster right like you wouldn't know what to ask him. mean the first question would be like what are you even here for right but the poster sort of primes that first question a lot of right. posters get people to the subject right um newer designs like the one i propose will get people to ask you a, they'll even they'll know much more before they even start asking which leads to a better conversation so yeah it it is about that conversation, but it's also about the walk by. I think that's something people miss is like right now it's impossible to learn from posters as you walk by them. So we write that off, but it's not impossible to design a poster that can teach people as they walk by without having to stop.
0: All right. So we've kind of described what the current state is, which is just, you know, massive blocks and paragraphs of text condensed down and you're trying to cram as much onto it uh, on a poster as you can. Um, We're gonna have to do a little theater of the mind to explain what the better poster is, but uh, could you just describe it in sort of a thumbnail way for us?
1: Sure. Absolutely. So uh, the better poster is uh, just a design. It's, it's an approach I come up, I came up with, um, basically, if you think of it like three columns, like a, like a TV with speakers on the side, right? You have a large central area. And the central area is full of negative space, which helps you find signal in the noise. And in that central area is just the main takeaway of your study, like the 10 second punchline of what you found that you're going to teach people as they walk by. And then the left column has um, sort of a very tight skimmable, sum- skimmable summary of like your intro methods results, right? Um the idea is that it, since it's in a column, it's very easy to scan. People have to don't have to hunt for it, right. It forces you to keep it brief. And then in the right column, is where all the stuff that you're worried about, like usually when people design research posters, they fill it with like a mix of like, oh, I'm afraid not to put this on here. I think it's important. And like, I want to teach people this, right? And it's all mangled together. Yeah. But what the better poster does is say like, put your insecurity in this bar right here and then spend 75% of the rest of the poster really focusing on how to communicate what you learned to the people approaching your poster. Um, so yeah, I think of it as three columns. You have sort of the, the I call it like, or people have called it the introvert bar on the left where people can sort of read it silently. And then the big finding in the middle and then like all your like insecurity extra million correlations on the right side.
0: All right. Very vivid picture. So from uh, the point of view of an attendee, I'm walking into a room and there's 60 posters. And what I can do is first I'm looking at a poster I'm seeing the big takeaway in that big column in the middle with lots of negative space around. It's my eyes being drawn to that. And I can quickly go around the room and say, okay, out of these 60, here are the five that really are are most relevant to me. And I'll stop at this first one and then read, you know, my my left-hand column and then my introvert bar on the right. Or maybe I'll start a conversation with the presenter. But I can more quickly scan the room and decide where to invest my time. Is that the main idea? A little
1: bit. Like, so that's sort of, you don't have to do that anymore. You don't have to be picky, right? Like by the time you've walked past a better poster, you've already learned something. Um, So in a room full of them, you would walk by and you would have learned things instead of just getting like ones to pursue. But then after that, if you want to learn more about any one of them, you could absolutely like there's something in design called progressive disclosure, which is you sort of choose your level of interaction. You can have a 10 second interaction and just read the takeaway of the study. If you want more you should be able to spend about a minute to, to read the, the introvert bar if you want, or just ask the presenter. And if you want more than that, talk to the presenter. And then the last feature that I forgot to mention is a QR code that links to the whole paper. So if you want way more detail, you can scan the QR code with your phone, just take a picture of it, and then get the whole preprint or whatever and get all the data. Some people have even included like contact details, data, everything.
0: That's an awesome idea. And, you know, actually using... The technology that we've developed rather than just, you know, pretending that, you know, we're still 30 years ago. I think that's a great use of the technology. And I like the idea of progressive disclosure as well. And it seems very well suited and at the right level for uh, a poster presentation. Are these being used now?
1: Yeah. So that's the cool thing. Um, It's it's. It's kind of like a. It seems like most conferences will have one or two at this point. So, I made a uh, like a video. I call it a cartoon because it is a cartoon to me. Um, introducing the design and sort of spelling out the logic for it because I thought that I thought that a cartoon could reach more fields of science. Like I really wanted this to accelerate discovery and accelerate insight across all science. But to do that, I couldn't publish in just like a journal. I wanted to publish it like something that could be shared. So the cartoon is that, um, and it reached like. As best I can tell, it exploded. It went crazy viral. Um, and I I think it's reached most fields of science. And so at most scientific conferences now, you'll, I think you'll probably see one or two, maybe. Um, and, uh, but yeah, there's, and then people post selfies on Twitter um all the time from which is really cool to see like an accidental feature of this design that I did not plan for. I wish I had um is that because the main finding, the takeaway is so big in the middle, right? You can see it in selfies. So what you get is like you see somebody standing next to their research poster and you can you can learn what they found. And so you get that feeling of like all these cool people studying all these cool things, which is kind of what I think science is supposed to feel like. So I'm learning a lot about you know all kinds of different fields seeing these selfies.
0: So if I am uh, working on a poster right now, or I'm going to get, you know, prepared for a conference right now, where would I go to, to see sort of the guidelines of, of what, you know, how, how do I make my poster a better poster?
1: So uh, there's a free template. It's in the public domain. It's published under a Creative Commons universal license. Um, so steal away. Um, and then what you do is you go to, um, if you just go to YouTube and just Search on your research poster. It's the top link how to create a better uh, poster, a better research poster in less time. Um, And there's a link in that description to the Open Science Framework uh, repository that has like templates that every like portrait templates, landscape templates. It's been translated into Chinese. It's been, uh, and what I do is with the main template file, I've added not just the PowerPoint template that you can edit up, right? Um, So you can download that and edit it right away. But you also have examples in that template. So like what other people have tried to do, like adding images that you can copy. Um, So I tried to make it sort of a really easy experience to create using this design as, as easy as it is for people to read it. So yeah, that's how.
0: All right. And I will definitely be posting links. Uh, not only to Mike's social media accounts, but also to the video and to the template as well for anyone who's interested. And I'm looking forward to seeing listeners what you come up with using the better, uh, the better poster. Template. Yes. Thanks a lot, Mike.
1: Of course. Yeah. I'll add it at the end, uh, please make it your own. Like it's only version one. If you want to see something else, try it.